Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, I apologize. Welcome to season 278. <laughs> Leave it, leave it. They gotta know. They gotta know. Uh, season two seventy five, episode three of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into American shared consciousness. I'm trying to say that like Jeff Foxworthy these days. It's Tuesday, February fifteenth, twenty twenty three. Happy day after Valentine's Day mm. to everyone. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka. Last night a little tyrant came walking to my door. Last night a little angel who I usually adore. He said, come on, stupid, don't play like you're dumb. Oh, you think you're tired? Just wait till I'm done because in the midnight hour, he screamed at my door with a tiny yell, called me a stupid dork. Dork, dork, dork. That is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, man. In reference to my four-year-old just roasting my ass in the middle of the night for like 15 straight minutes. Just, why won't you let me in? Is it because you're stupid? Oh, I get it. It's because you're stupid. Well, thanks for the clip. Like, just owning me. Can, oh I just, can I just say, I'm sorry, but your fans have too much freedom on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to, to make Jesus. me sing that? Yeah. yeah. And then you're I like, know. yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Something's wrong with you, bro. Anyway, yeah, sorry, absolutely. Continue with your intro. Apologies. Approval. Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined in my second seat by a very special guest co-host, the producer behind shows like Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Welcome to our show. A brilliant writer who you can read at Vulture, AB Club, Team Vogue, Pace, The Advocate. You've heard her on Pop Culture Happy Hour. It is the brilliant and talented Joelle Monique. Yes. All that checks out. Read my resume to the yeah, fans. Babe. I love that. That was beautiful. Thank you. Hi. It's good to be back. It's listen, not to break the show magic, but it's Valentine's Day IRL, guys. I'm gonna get I know. a day later, but are you feeling the love today? I know your kid roasted you a couple days ago, but was the love there this morning? 
Yeah, I mean, Valentine's Day is a kid's holiday. Like, it's a big day at school. Like, they got to dress up in pink and purple. I did the same to kind of match the vibes. And it was really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I I was so happy dropping them off at school. And not for the normal reasons that I get to just, like, be done with them for the morning, you know. Did they make their own Valentine's or did they buy Valentine's? No, we just bought We just bought some. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah. It's cute just, when they're like organizing them and putting the names on and attaching the candy. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. What so is cute? Because your kids don't do a lot of candy, right? They don't. They don't do so a ton of candy. What they think at fruit school... is candy. It's hilarious. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Will, they, yeah. will they dive into it without you now that all the kids are going to be eating candy at school? Yeah, I mean, around like Halloween and and times like that, they they they're aware of the existence of candy. They're just uh, they they just have a very low threshold, you know. Yeah. After after Halloween, they have like a couple pieces of candy, and then they forget it exists Whoa. somehow. Whoa! Whereas I can't. I'm like yeah. still eating it a month later, and just being like, well, they won't notice if there's only three gummy bears left in the whole bag. <laughs> Joel, we have to yeah. welcome in. Our guest in our third seat, one of our favorite guests, one of our audience's favorite guests. She is an amazing writer, actor, one of the funniest stand-up comedians doing it. Mm -hmm. And she has a new stand-up special on HBO that, you guys, it's the best special I've seen in years. It really is. I've I've never. I agree. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually use the phrases tour de force and bravura because those are stupid phrases. But like, that's when I was writing this intro. I was like, I just have to use those phrases. Phrases. That's how fucking good this is. She made me use those shitty phrases. Thank you. The special is called "Bitch Grow Up," and she is called Marcella Arguello. I'm back. I'm back. Back, back, back. I actually want my intro to not include writer, actor. I just want it to be stand-up comedian. I want to cut that shit out. Okay. I mean, you guys don't actually have to cut it, but like I'm I'm fucking like, no, I'm officially fully a hundred percent stand-up comedian with this special. Amazing. Yes. It's so good. How how how's it been? It dropped last week. Yeah, it dropped last week. It's been cool. I mean, um, the love has been cool. I kind of was like, because we taped it last July. Oh, so it's damn. been a minute. I've just we've been sitting on it and sitting and waiting. And I was all like, "Man, I can't wait to get all these compliments and love because I knew <laughs> this I knew shit is it. so good. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking good. I did it. Yeah. We did um, two shows, but I did it in one in one show. I t- that's one show. That's one take. That's oh, one wow. take. Which for damn. those who don't know, it's unheard of in stand up. Some because it's it's hard. It's hard to do that. And um, I fucking did it. And then I got hammered for the second show. I, I told the audience they fucking missed the the special. I was like, you guys have to tune in now. <laughs> oh, no. And do the jokes. I had no enthusiasm. I was like, I'm fucking drunk. I'm fucking, I'm I killed it. I'm done. <laughs> and Ida Rodriguez is the director. She's a great comedian. If you're not familiar with her, she has an HBO yeah. Max special well, as well. But she, um, yeah, right before I went on stage, because I was already like, I don't think I'm going to do my shit. And she was like, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, before I even it. said it. Yeah, it was fun. It's, it was cool. I'm very proud of it. The special is done. The special is done. Amazing. Well, Thank we you. are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we are talking about today. Everyone is still a flutter over the UFOs. So we're going to talk about them. Because it's it's I think it's becoming a little clearer what they are the mm. the three things that got shot out of the sky so there there was the Chinese spy balloon and then the next week three things that 
they've still yet to identify. There's like reports that one of them is an octagon and like there were, the pilots are heard on one of the tapes saying that's no balloon or something to that effect. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to talk about what what it is. I don't I don't think these are actual extraterrestrial UFOs, though I do. I am open to the possibility of extraterrestrial mm. UFOs. I don't think these are them. So we'll talk about all of that. We're going to talk about Tesla workers possibly launching a union campaign. Uh, they are launching okay. a union campaign. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Roseanne's new special, all of that, Ugh. plenty more. But first, Marcella, we do like to ask our guest. You know us. We like to ask our guest, what's you know, something from questions. your search history? My um, my last search history was Richard and Maurice McDonald, because last night we watched uh, The Founder, which starring Michael Keaton, it's newly on Ooh. Netflix. And I had mm. wanted to watch it when it came out back in 2016, but I never watched it. And I was like, uh, first of all, I love McDonald's, okay? I'm very excited to get the Cardi B offset meal today for Valentine's <laughs> Day. Okay, that's what we're planning on doing. Wow. And Yeah, and I... When we started watching it, because, you know, I know it was based on a true story, but when we started watching it. I've gotten into the habit of Googling shit before I keep watching because right. White Lotus season one pissed me off so fucking much that <laughs> it was so stupid. And I was like, I when I when I went to watch the Chippendales show on Hulu, I, I saw the first episode I was like, I got to fucking Google this and see if it's real and see how fucking dark it gets. Because I, if I don't want to watch this shit, I, I want to make sure I don't right. watch this shit. Waste my fucking time. Yeah, I think spoilers are actually very beneficial sometimes. For well, you know especially when it's like know what happens. based on the true story. If it's based on a true story, but more so than not. But yeah. I also hate some of these TV shows that are just scripted reality television, like White Lotus. And wow. um, I was like, I don't want to watch this bullshit. I want to watch <laughs> something that's actually going to end with an interesting story and. So I go, I go, and I was reading about these dudes. These fucking idiots really just got played hardcore because they were just too good. They were too good men. Yeah, but they were also Republicans, so they weren't that good. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But it was it was just an interesting thing to read about how fucked over they got. Dick and Mo. Uh, yes, and uh, and how bad Ray Kroc fucked them over, and I, so that was like the last thing on my on my search, and I got mm. really into it. And then we watched the rest of the movie, and I think we might have even turned it off, or we're kind of checking out by the end because it was so like, damn, this is just fucking sad now. Just dark, yeah. It's, it's just about like fuck. a rich old guy who's mm -hmm. like, oh man, I I'm spiritually empty. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's <laughs> pretty common. So that was my last Google search. So and you just despise White Lotus because it's just not nothing ha like the payoff of the murder and Dude, stuff. Dude, that, that dead happened. body in the first episode, I was like, oh, we're gonna have like a murder mystery. Like yeah. I'm down. I like Knives Out. I like Glass Onion. I like yeah. Clue and all that shit. I'm down. And then it wasn't. It was just yeah. rich white people bickering and being spoiled little princesses. And yeah. I was like, that's literally reality television. That's the Kardashians. That's all it is. And, and mm -hmm. I will not shit on the actors. The actors were all great. You know they. D they do a good job, but the fucking story itself was yeah. pointless to me. I was and then so at the furious. End, a cautionary tale about holding your blades down rather so than facing dumb. outwards. That's like it was so of stupid. Instead of a yeah, I I kind of agreed. I I feel like season two they were like, all right, we need to give them like some real. But fireworks. I'm already out. I'm already checked yeah, out. Already, season two, yeah. like, didn't even give it a shot because I was like, no, they're going to fucking more filler. No killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. Unlike my special on HBO um, Max called Bitch Grow Up, it's right. all killer. No filler. All killer. I Just... maxed out on rich white people after succession. I was like, that's enough. 
<laughs> I mean, you can only do it so plenty. much because I, n- I never watched it because I was like, no, I can already tell this is not for me. And White right. Lotus was getting so much hype. I was like, let me watch this. And I was pissed because, again, like these these fucking Ray Kroc. It's like, OK, this this is a rich white person. Sorry, I want to I want to see because it's real mm-hmm. and it's fucking crazy and it's foul. And that's how you learn shit. Yeah. Switching yeah, really briefly to them over. rich yeah. people of color. Looking at this Cardi B offset mm-hmm. meal. These meals are confusing to me. Why? Okay, so the the meal is a cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and a large Coke, a quarter pounder with cheese, and a large high sea orange lava mm. burst, which I know that was what it was called. I was always like, I'll just have an orange drink. A large fry Has and it an always apple been pie. Called that or they just added a new flavor? It might be the title the- of the drink, but I think she's right. I think most people were like, well, I'll just get an orange drink. Yeah, orange. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Orange high sea. The flavor is the years, color. But now I want to. Yeah. Uh, right? The so flavor good. is the color. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I guess what's confusing to me is this idea of like, these are just basic menu options already available. And mm-hmm. then the combinations aren't even like, I never would have thought to put these things together. Like, wow. It's just you're eating what famous people eat. Yes. You're eating is that their the favorite. Attraction? Yeah. You're eating their favorite. I mean, look, I, I just, I usually get the same shit when I go there. So it's like, if right. my, if I had a, you know, a, a McDonald's meal with my boo, it would be pretty boring shit, you yeah. know? What is the Marcella Arguello meal? It's uh, two cheeseburgers, french wow. fries, and a Coca-Cola. Mm. Maybe an apple pie if I'm feeling crazy. You're wild. <laughs> yeah, and I get extra pickles. That's the, that's the key on there. Uh, and then okay. he would get extra a fish pickles. filet and yeah. um, probably also an orange drink. Ooh. Just like uh, whatever. That's where it's getting interesting, the fish that's filet. That's where it gets interesting. So... Yeah. Fish fillet has been an underrated many times on this show. It's by the such way. a good. Oh my god, there was a there was a restaurant in Los Gatos where we were at this last weekend, and um, they like supposedly were like we're selling the fancy fish fillet, but they ran out, so we didn't get to try it. But we were like, eh, we'd just rather have fish fillet anyways. At McDonald's, they were selling it. No, they were oh, at this okay. restaurant in Los Got Gatos. It. it was like a fancy. Mm. The vibe was weird in there when you walked in too, because you're just like, I don't know if I even want this from here. You know, white yeah. people trying too hard ass restaurant that type uh-huh. of shit. So, uh, <laughs> a whole genre of restaurant. Yeah. That's why I would <laughs> Most rather restaurants these Cardi and Offset, okay? Yes. Get, make the billionaires more rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always intrigued when I hear about like a good McDonald's. Like we, there, there's one in Wales that is apparently the one person, one food critic argues is the best restaurant in Wales. Oh, that's... A McDonald's. Dude, that's funny. I went to the, um, the headquarters in Chicago. This is where mm. my boo lives. Mm. And they had special items, like global items. Holy shit. What we had some fun What'd stuff. You have? Are you I allowed to tell us? I don't remember. No, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's there. I just I don't remember what it was, but they just have like they just have weird. It's like you know every country, every place has like the things that they like, the meats that they like, and they just had like these special global menu items, and we just ordered as many as the different ones we could. Sometimes they had like new items, like they had I think donut holes or some shit. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with McDonald's. Damn. Stroop and Waffle McFlurry, Victor says. Okay. It's the best. Oh, that's not waffle. Yeah, that sucks that's because bad. I can't have dairy. I'll shit my fucking pants off. Yeah, yeah. So I bet the all the way off. All the way wow. off. They just shit right off. <laughs> but the Stroop and Waffle sounds hella yummy. That shit is good. Those cookies are fucking good. I just had a Stroop and Waffle last night because oh. I went to Target to try and get <sighs> some Valentines for my kids' class because we couldn't find the box that we had oh. bought already because <laughs> we both have ADD. And mm-hmm. and then, so I didn't have anything to buy and I needed the validation for the parking. So I picked up a Stroop and Waffle on the way out. There you and, go. You know, it was all worth it. 
It was, it was oh, that God's shit, that plan. Shit's you know? so good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I laugh. Yes. This is this is absolutely an ADD thing to do. You're like, okay, I know I bought it already. It's here somewhere. No, it's too late. I can't count on finding it. I think I like Gotta hit it because more. I didn't want them to. That's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst. When you go, I'm going to put it here for safety or to remember. remember. This is where I'm, mm-hmm. I'll remember yes. it here in this different um, spot that I've never yeah. put the thing at. And I'll definitely remember, even though it's in a whole new spot. Bitch, that's how you forget. You're setting That's yourself a, up for failure. Yeah, ADD text is real. It's very real. What's oh, your man. underrated, Marcella? Oh, sorry. Oh, What's your overrated? There you go. My, my overrated... Today is Valentine's. I know this is airing tomorrow, but I do want to just give a shout out to Valentine's Day. I don't have any negative associations with Valentine's, even though I've never been in a good, healthy relationship. I don't have any negative associations with it. And I want to I want people to stop fucking shitting on Valentine's Day like, oh, it's a capitalist holiday. Bitch, we live in America. Everything is a fucking capitalist something or other. Okay, stop acting like your lonely ass actually gives a fuck about Valentine's Day. You don't. (laughs) <laughs> you're sad and you're jealous and you're mad and that's fine, but don't put that shit on everybody else. I have been single damn near every Valentine's Day of my whole life and I have never shit on it because I think it's just great. It's about love and it's about candy and that's fucking it. There's yeah. nothing to hate on in terms of, and you should also shouldn't, I agree that you shouldn't have to spend money for Valentine's Day to be special. I do agree with that, but I also am just like, man, let these little kids have their fucking little candies and their little cards <laughs> and their little moment and their little outfits mm. and and then the adults, like, you know, if you're not, if you're not taking that childhood vibe with it, the, then you're not fucking doing it right. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. such a good point. It's really easy to beat up on Valentine's Day and be like, oh, you, do you need a reason to express your love? Like, dumb. Like, here's all these cheesy bears. You won't keep, but like, if you ever got a bear for someone, it's so cute. You're like, oh my God. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. It's like, it's, to me, it's one of the more innocent holidays, you know, because yeah. you literally can spend like five bucks and be like, and put a smile on somebody's face. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just literally give people some cute candy with a cute character on it. Yeah. yeah it's not that little... big of a deal. No one had to get nailed to a cross or killed for it to yeah, be like a holiday. Yeah, right. yeah. That's such a specific nice. aesthetic. Like yeah. that, that only exists and is like pretty unspoiled. Like those, the the little kid Valentines still look like they used to. They're, they're they so look cute. like shit. They're cute, but they they're don't. So they're not like cute. now these light up. They're, yeah. They still look the same. They're still <laughs> made of reused cardboard. They were yeah. recycling before anyone else. So my overrated is people who think it's like cool to shit on Valentine's Day. It's not. It's stupid. You look fucking lame as fuck. You look like a cornball virgin loser. <laughs> That's how you look when you shit on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah. Mm. What is something you think is underrated? What do I think is underrated? I okay. So I grew up in the suburbs, and there's like this trend all over social media to like act like eating at whatever Olive Garden or something is like the lamest shit ever. Again, this is like the opposite of what I just said, but flip. Because I'm yeah. like, stop acting like having a, a decent meal for a reasonable price is fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, you, you go to these places, Olive Garden, Outback Steakhouse, wherever, there's always families in there. People are just spending mm-hmm. time with each other, just having meals, laughter, you know, whatever, love. And I, I really, I don't like this, like, trend on social media there. Everybody's like, ew, you ate at fucking Olive Garden? Oh, my God. That's fucking nasty. It's right. like, bitch, there's a reason they're popular and that they're everywhere. Yeah. I mean, this like, is like the, um, the girls who are going to Erewhon and being like, this is my $600 ice cream sundae. Yeah. The exact same people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're fucking lame. obnoxious. When people are like, it's so bleak in there. It's like, you're just 
don't, you're scared of poor people, I yeah. guess. You're, yeah. You you find like the idea of not having money gross, and that's exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. What there are people in there who don't have as much money as you, maybe. To and go, like, yeah. Oh my you, God, not it's everybody's so going to go to some fucking depressing. exactly. Not everybody's going to go to fucking Jose Andreas restaurants every fucking mm-hmm. chance they right. get. That's and yeah. that's fine. That's like you shouldn't look down on people because they. That's where that's where the the treat meal is for them. There, or you know, there's Sunday after church meal or whatever the fuck. Like, there is nothing wrong with people fucking spending a little bit of money because that's all they have, or even if that's what they want to eat. You know, even yeah. if you do have money and that's where you want to go, fucking whatever, man. I'm yeah. also. Have y'all ever been teenagers? That was the time, man. We used that, to just exactly. go to like our fifteen dollar little exactly. restaurant or whatever. We could afford this. It felt like kings were really balling. Yes, oh, that's when you could smoke in a restaurant. Forget about it. Yes, Amazing. the bill was never enough. Nobody. It was like, what the <laughs> fuck kind yes. of mathematics is it yes. with a uh, with a shared restaurant bill when you're in high school? Yes, it has never once been enough. Never, no. never. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like that. All that, you know what you know what it is. Um, I I think at the end of the day, and I think this is true for my stand up, and I think this is true just for how I live my life. I'm really tired of people being mad about the wrong shit. Yeah, like, mm. it's very exhausting that people spend so much energy on the wrong shit. Like you're really mad about Valentine's Day, bro. Get a life. You're mad about families going to hometown buffet or whatever the fuck. Like, right. dude, let people just have their little pieces of enjoyment however they can get it though like the world is hard enough like the news is sad enough and like that's the shit that you put your energy into you're mad about the wrong shit you got to be mad about the right shit you got to learn how to like channel your anger your energy your negativity into the right places yeah get out there and vote people that's what i'm trying to (laughs) say thank you yeah, we used to we used to hit. A, there's an Applebee's and a strip mall in mm. Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. with a cigarette mm-hmm. machine in the back, and that was every Classic. Friday night for you know what? A long and that's time. actually that's the other thing too is that I think that especially left wing liberals and shit, they they concentrate on like shitting on shit they shouldn't be shitting on, yeah. and it, it it turns people off, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I think that's that's part of the problem that um I think a lot of liberal Democratic people they they focus too much energy on the stupidest shit. And it's like, bro, you can't get people on our side if you're going to shit on like the things that they just simply enjoy on a weekly basis or whatever the fuck. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> like sex scenes in movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is, yeah, that's a puritanical movement of being like, no more sex scenes ever. Like, yeah. Ch- children, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like the liberal urge to make fun of NASCAR is not, is not good. It's not yeah. good for, for the big D Democrat party. It's also just like, it's just a, a thing. Pe- yeah, people just enjoy their shit. Like, let people enjoy whatever it is. Yeah. Their, like, little pastime shit isn't actually affecting you. Like, why the fuck are you mad about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Learn how to drive. How about that, guys? Learn how to be a... Use your turning signal when you're supposed to. How about <laughs> that? Focus your energy on that. Learn how oh to merge your car, bro. Uh. <laughs> The, drive, the driving in LA is. Uh, don't even get. Don't get me started. Don't even, even get, get me started. <laughs> One of my favorite SNL sketches of Best all time. Character. So good. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about UFOs. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it, you know, like a literal POS? 
Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six x visit tomboyx.com you like to watch new stuff right i know i do well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time like vanderpump villa the new docudrama starring lisa vanderpump Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. Woo. <laughs> Look at that. I got nothing else. I don't know what you say after That's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for bringing us back from mm-hmm. break. I'm out for your job, bro. Yeah. Oh. No, it's clear. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I, I'm paranoid, so I think everyone is. But yeah, you, you make it extra obvious. Mm-hmm. So... I'll take your wife too, bitch. I'll take those fucking oh. kids too. You think I won't? Oh, oh shit. You think I won't? Yeah. I'm great with children, bro. Especially the little mixed ones. They are fascinated by me. <laughs> uh, don't fucking test me, Jack. It, I mean, I've I've already expressed that I'm I'm ar- I'm getting bullied by my four year old, so you and mm, him will get along really I well. I love your four year old. Oh, Shout you would love him. you guys will get along super well. <laughs> oh man. Okay, the energy nice. he used to roast me, I, I actually just placed it. Have you ever seen the Will Ferrell sketch? Where he's like training the dog with sarcasm. And he's like, oh, I get it. 
well, just remember, you're a fucking dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, you wanted prime rib? Well, here's the deal. The Palm wasn't taking reservations. Oh, Morton's wow. has a new chef. And by the way, just remember, you're a fucking dog. That was like the energy he was bringing. It was I wild. love it. Man, yeah. this sounds dope. It was, oh, he man. was like, he's not normally like that, but he was like in this weird, like kind of in between sleep and awake space. Oh, and it was this was just wild. a preview of his teenage years, Jack. This I was a really black glimpse. That's to, great. I'm going to have to move out if this is a preview of That's his, his goal. Years. That's yeah. his goal. He's going to get me the hell out. I mean, he is trying to get into our bed. That's what's yeah. happening. It's sleep training. Sicko. He's a sick fuck. Sick okay? baby boy. All right. Let's talk about UFOs because the world is talking about UFOs. Daily Zeitgeist has been talking about UFOs for a long time. So we're once, a, once again ahead of the Zeitgeist. But this is so the, the timeline, the TikTok of it all is that they shot down that Chinese spy balloon and then three more things, four more things over the past like following week. And Everyone's like, oh, we're being invaded. And there was a White House press conference where Corrine Jean-Pierre told the press there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Ooh, but lies. then a U.S. Air Force general specifically said that he hadn't ruled out extraterrestrials. Thank you for being honest with the, the public, sir. Yes. Appreciate I appreciate that. I don't think it's extraterrestrial. I think I, they know about some extraterrestrial <laughs> ass shit like that they're not talking about. But. I feel like this is a bait and switch where they're like, this is sky trash and we're shooting sky trash out of out of the air. And we want you to think this is maybe UFOs and then we'll show you the, you know, weather balloon that we shot out of the sky. Is this to throw us off later for when actual aliens get here? They're like, I don't know. no, remember the sky trash? This is exactly what that was. All I over think aliens end. are already here and they know it personally, but okay. it's... Okay. Do you think the sky trash is from them? Them they themselves did it to distract from the, the from the China one? No. So I think what happened is the China one freaked them out. They opened their aperture a little wider to be like, okay, we have to like really be paying attention to the sky sure. with like all of our like radars, all of like our super, you know, detailed cameras. And they started noticing things that they didn't notice before because they weren't looking for them, basically. And, mm -hmm. like, this isn't just my theory. This is, you know, th this was when the Chinese spy balloon thing happened. A bunch of people were like, oh, this is going to lead to a bunch of false positives because now mm -hmm. everyone is just going to be looking more closely at everything that's in the sky. And apparently the sky is just lousy with balloons. There are reportedly thousands just of like balloons. Just like the ocean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thousands of balloons above the earth. When the Chinese balloon was spotted, balloon experts immediately worried that the increased scrutiny of the skies could generate a paralyzing wave of false alarms. The National Weather Service alone launches 60,000 balloons a year. What? For what? Yeah. And there are just and and that's they're not the only ones who do it. It's to like see what's going on up there, take samples to like see what how the wind is moving because I think that is you know, what's happening at those high levels, the temperature, the, like, speed of the wind, all that shit, like, affects overall weather patterns, right? Sure, science, absolutely. Yeah, science. 100%. But then yeah, there's... Got it. I still think that the Chinese balloon one was actually more serious than they're willing to 
let on and now they're like just putting these false ones up there whether they are putting them or there's some other shit to distract but, sure um, i don't know that's my conspiracy theory brain going yeah there's apparently also private companies that will just send balloons up if you pay them to one guy paid to loft are. a device that played aloud the pink floyd album the dark side of the moon oh wow to like freak out superman i don't know like who is up there that he's trying Which people to just like just do shit and yeah. say that they did it there's no rhyme or reason for what the shit that they do they just like to say that they did it yeah and I so think the reason it's a plot to a rom-com and we're just mm. not fully privy to why it was so romantic yet but he was yeah. like no babe i played the, pink, the, the dark yeah. side of the moon yeah, yeah up yeah. in the clouds in the stratosphere just for yeah. you babe it was like a forced meet cute with some chick he was trying to impress yes maybe an alien yes maybe maybe an alien yeah. <laughs> he got to that alien pussy and now he really <laughs> wants it forever some captain kirk in it Ooh. i i do feel like more like it's... captain jerk in it <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. I do I do feel like they're like this is good perspective, I think, for people to like understand that the sky can be full of all of these things that are like the size of multiple buses or the size of, you know, a car. And you would have no idea because the sky is very big. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so there's just mm-hmm. like so much stuff happening up there. But like that was one of the things that as I was like working through my skepticism of like ufos and stuff that was something that i had to like get my mind around is just like yeah no the like let go of a mylar balloon and like it will disappear like fairly quickly and that thing is shiny as fuck but the sky is just so huge wasn't that one of the funnest things you did when you were a kid was let the balloon go and then just watch it it until it disappeared yeah that shit was fun i didn't realize i was polluting the earth but i loved it yeah let you know how small you are it's Mm -hmm. interesting to me the number of uh science fiction stories coming out that we're now seeing sort of mirrored in reality uh, speaking of like the whole there's now like a very intense fear in the population of like okay our mushrooms going to take over our body now that we've overheated the earth and i've seen several articles of scientists being like i don't know some weird things are happening with mushrooms it's crazy like because of the last of us that is yes because of the last of us and then nope came out last year and now all of a sudden everyone's like what's that thing in the sky I don't like it, and I'm not sure what it is, and it's creeping me out. Yeah. Is it watching us? Is it evil? Is it impending war? <laughs> like, what's yeah. up there? It is. Nope is the first movie I remember that, like, has a spoiler. I guess you can, like, move 15, 30 seconds forward. But, like, it has a balloon-ish type, like, mm-hmm, UFO. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not an actual balloon, but there's, like, parts of it that are, like, thin and wispy and, like... Sure. Definitely the most beautiful UFO I've ever seen, but also like different in makeup. All the all the rest had been like it's a metal hockey puck, or right, right. Metal, it was, you know, it was a unique interpretation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now everyone's like balloons are UFOs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, that makes sense to me because like the last time that so the the peaks in UFO sightings throughout like modern history were 1978 and the. 90s. And 1978 is when Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out. And the 90s was when the X-Files and Independence Day came out. also, 78 and the 90s, some good drugs going on around that time. Also, mm-hmm. like, not bad Pure drugs. clean drugs, yeah. Yeah. So, some, of the, some of our best drug years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I don't know. They, people are also pointing out that we got more paranoid. Just, like, when you look at psychological evaluations across the population like during the pandemic 
I was going to say the pandemic really heightened all that shit where it's like people were way more open with their conspiracy theories, which I think is fine because I think, you know, communicating your ideas was good uh, with anybody, especially with your loved ones. Yeah, get it out. Let's talk it through. Um, I just I know my brother is definitely hoping they're UFOs and aliens are coming. My brother loves aliens. So, yeah, I just I don't think that if they could get here from a planet that is light years away, that they would also be so slow that we could shoot them down with a gas powered aircraft like it just doesn't you know like i think it's gonna be what what if it's a full-blown war from their perspective like right people always think aliens are fucking super intelligent maybe they're fucking not you ever think about that jack you ever think we're smarter than the aliens huh yeah but how'd they get here if they're if they're not smart figured it out they learned some other shit we don't have yet oh Yeah, I mean, I totally. I my main belief is that I don't know shit, and I'm probably that's wrong right. about everything. Yeah, that's why your four year old <laughs> yeah, has a right. fucking problem Dip with you. Shit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no. but like the the things that I think are more intriguing from an extraterrestrial standpoint are like the Tic Tac sighting, where like that fighter jet came eye to eye with a inexplicable Tic Tac that moved faster than anything should be able to given the laws of physics and like he saw it with his eyes and it wasn't like a they locked onto some blurry object he like saw it with his eyes mm-hmm. it circled him and then like zipped off in a second and like there are other examples of that like there's an astronaut who like when he was before he was an astronaut when he was in the air force like witnessed with his eyes a disc-shaped like silver reflective thing and like chased it with his plane for like a little while and like th- those are the things that make the most sense to me but i i also i don't know i i totally get why people are are obsessed with this but i, I also sure. feel you like, sound yeah. like you're obsessed i am i mean i'm obsessed with ufos i think it's like the most interesting thing like we, we might as well be talking about them all the time because it's like if aliens exist and are here like what's your alien fantasy jack i need to hear it my alien fantasy like the sexual one or the just like hey man you said that (laughs) fantasy is open to interpretation sure (laughs) yeah no i mean i think the thing that's most intriguing to me about the idea of aliens is and i've talked about this before so again people can skip forward to this no time. no skip they didn't listen to this shit hour. no uh, no they <laughs> didn't listen to this shit this is what tdz is really about we're the, getting the greedy of jack o'brien's brain <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that's most intriguing is that they have the technology to get here they presumably have the technology to do anything to us that they want to do to us and they've been here for a long time Whoa. and they haven't done it and therefore, it makes me hopeful that they're just like viewing us and our military industrial co- because like if if our military industrial complex was right and like you have to have the best weapons because therefore like if, if you don't have the best weapons, someone else is going to kill you like th- the aliens who have the best technology would have killed us already like mm. that we wouldn't be here anymore. So okay. the fact that they haven't, but they've been here, I think is. So but, we're like we're like a zoo to them. We're like a we're zoo. Like, they, like we're we're like trapped animals and they're like well there's not they're not even worth doing anything to but they're fun to look at yeah and i and also maybe they're rooting for us because like the the times the places we saw the most straight like ufo activity was around like nuclear weapons so they were like just 
trying to make sure we didn't fucking checking in, making off. sure. Yeah, just making like, sure the humans yo. don't mess it up. Yeah. I don't know that's such a benevolent sort of look at, at what our relationship might be. You know, it's so like, oh, you know, they're all knowing and all powerful, but they're chill and they're not really trying to interfere. I feel like they're probably more fifth dimensional. And they're like, listen, what? A three-dimensional thing? Like, I, it's weird, and I can't yeah. really observe it with my five-dimensional eyes. And I'm aware that they're there, but, like, who cares? It's us with bacteria. We're like, as long as you're not causing us to be sick, like, you go forth and do what you will, I guess. Oh, that's interesting. I like yeah. this. Interesting. How about you, Marcel? You I don't think about it. aliens, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that shit's weird. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they kill me, they kill me. They kill you, they kill you. I don't give yeah. a shit. It's just like God. I don't know it. I don't understand it. And I don't question it. I just let it be. There you go. All right. But I, I appreciate the conversation genuinely because I, I like the way people think about shit that doesn't, like, I don't think about. Like, because like I said, my brother loves aliens. I'm like, that motherfucker will talk about that shit forever. And I find that so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find it interesting. That's why I don't think the TDZ fans should be fucking skipping forward. This shit is interesting. There's nothing wrong yeah. with having these types of conversations, you know? Yeah, yeah, I just have them a lot. I, I say this shit a lot. I love it. Good. All right, should we talk about Tesla real quick? Yeah, we I'm mad you guys took out the Nikki Haley shit. The Nikki Haley jokes. shit? We, I had all, all right. these jokes lined up. I, we can also talk about Nikki Haley. Let's talk Tesla and, then, and okay. then move to Nikki Haley. So really briefly, just the... The movement or the the showdown between unions and the richest people on the planet is getting more clear, more, mm -hmm. you know, the lines are being drawn. Workers at a Buffalo Tesla factory are launching a campaign to unionize, seeking better pay and benefits. The union drive is being led by the plant's software workers who help develop driver assistance software for cars and reportedly yes. make less than national averages and receive little sick time. I'm sorry. But, oh, my God. You know, Tesla is something that for a long time you've just been, like, on the outside looking in. You're like, this is a mess. This is a mess for yeah. a while. Like, not only do you have, you know, I'm not a, going to armchair diagnose from my bedroom, but an unwell and probably unfit leader. And then on top of that, you know, their workers are dealing with, like, a lot of racism. We know the hours are crazy. But then the product is also a disaster. Yeah. Right. Just looking at, like, the weird truck thing they built that's supposed to be indestructible and definitely isn't the way, like, the driving cars have been imploding on themselves. Like, it's a hot mess over there. But then on top of that, to learn, like, not only is this company for the most part you know before the twitter fiasco was pretty financially like on an upward tick like when you hear the companies have been making a lot of money and having all of these advances and then completely screwing their employees like nothing makes me crazier than that because of course then it's like well your downfall was inevitable we know for a fact when you don't take care of your workers you can't produce quality products yeah but i i actually think so tesla also the the thing that this revealed the story that i i didn't realize is tesla tracks their employees computer keystrokes to monitor how they work mm -hmm. like forcing the employees to refrain from taking bathroom breaks so like that that's the same shit as amazon right uh -huh. like they, mm -hmm. so th i i think that a lot in a lot of cases these like big tech behemoth like sexy stock you know companies that drive this generational wealth that like makes elon musk and jeff bezos the richest people in the world like their main innovation was using surveillance technology to like treat people inhumanely like that yeah. that is they, they so like it, it works for a while because you get a lot of work out of people for 
little spending, but it's also like not sustainable and it's fucking inhumane and we like shouldn't stand for it. It's no wonder Tesla is fucking a garbage product like to find out their their employees are underpaid and constipated. Because, like, nothing is more stressful than needing to take a shit at work. And then you're like, oh, I got to time it out perfectly. And then if they're watching your keystrokes, yeah, oh, you can't even enjoy your little shit. Right. Yeah, you just got to. That's crazy. That's why their product is shit. Because they won't let their employees take comfortable shits. You got to look out for your employees, man. The the employees are 20% shit by the end of the workday. So, of course, what they create is going to be. They're stressed. That's not good for the body. And they're not even getting paid right. So, like, yeah, of course their products are garbage. Yeah. So in case the idea of underpaid employees shitting themselves in a crowded office in the service of the richest man in the world somehow doesn't get you on their side, Tesla also has a history of blocking unionization efforts with intimidation. What Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. fucking surprise. Yeah, exactly. 2018, Elon Musk tweeted that employees that unionized would lose their stock options, and he was forced to delete the tweet by the NLRB. But at the same time, if you're like one of those employees, the... The company doesn't really push back on these billionaires in any like meaningful way. So mm-hmm. like you're kind of like, okay, well, he the the company made him delete the tweet, but he still might do that shit. You know? Yeah, it's so. crazy. I just feel bad because you know there's some areas where it's like there there's just not a lot of jobs, and like you just take the job to take the job, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like yeah, they're paying me nothing, but like I have to take this job because it's the only job I can get right now, and that shit sucks. It's just so stressful. Being alive is stressful enough. Let alone have to deal with all that extra bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Nikki Haley and Barney. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. 
And we're back. And, and we're back. And, oh, we're back. Sorry. Were you we, gonna were you gonna we're back? We're, we're back. We're, and, and we're, we're back. Back. There we okay. go. Uh, so Nikki Haley is officially running to be the Republican candidate for president. Oh yeah! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get that sound on like if you guys do like Josh, yeah. Chuck, yeah. Chuck Radio, fucking mm. yeah. like Marsh Simpson sound, but like yeah, yeah, you need that's a good sound right there. I love a good sound. <laughs> <laughs> She is the first major rival to challenge Trump. She made the announcement in a heavily produced video. I have not watched it yet. Have you guys watched it? I watched it. It's no. fun. It's just so stupid. That's how fun it is. It's just yeah. dumb. She, what's she, she promising in there? Nothing. That's what's fun about it. I kept waiting for her to drop some policy shit. And she was like, fucking conservative Barack, just fucking, just trust me. You just trust me. <laughs> vote me, trust me. You know, it was like the, it's like the hope. I, no, we've got hope. It's like, no, we need, we need fucking policy. We need some info. What are you fucking doing? I, we're black and we did it. Pew, pew, pew. Oh my Success. God. Yeah, I was Mission just waiting accomplished. for it. Yeah, it, that's all it was. It's, she's like literally the, the Republican Barack where it's like, she's not, and it's not even empty promises. There's just nothing being promised. It's like, we are loud and we are proud. Let's take it back. What? <laughs> just mm. words. Just, just words. words. Like a vibe only. Vibe only. I mean, yeah. that makes sense for her party, given that they're never going to trust a woman anyway. So she'll definitely bring a man in as vice president, and he'll yeah. be like, "Who is Bush's boy? Who is really running the show?" Oh, oh uh, uh, Cheney. 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 That's yes. One. Yeah. It's just, it'll be a Dick Cheney part two and it'll be horrifying if she yes. finds the right person. More insane. Yeah, absolutely. I just liked it because she was like, they called me the beast from the Southeast. And she's like, it thinks that's a great like point. Like she loves that they fucking used a, it, you just insulted her. I was like, I just want to come up with my own and be like, I'm the mongrel from Mississippi. <laughs> like she's like, what are you advertising here, bitch? It's so stupid. Right. So she talks about how she's the proud daughter of Indian immigrants, but also promises to secure our borders and strengthen our country. Doesn't so, say how. Yeah. Doesn't say how. I promise to do it. That's what Trump did. He also mm-hmm. promised to do it. Didn't do mm-hmm. shit. But it's it's interesting to think of somebody like that. This feels like the Pence thing and mm-hmm. like Jeb Bush before her and <laughs> like where it's just the old theory that we're going to triangulate. We're going to be racist while being a different race or we're going right. to be like, you know, only take care of the rich while pretending to like NASCAR. You know, it's like the, yeah. just folding over of two impossible contradictory traits. But it you you have to be completely indirect and talk around everything of substance if you're going to do that. And I feel like Trump has kind of made that sort of thing impossible, especially if you're like running in a race against him. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's going it's lining up in a lot of ways like the 2016 primary where he just kind of walked through, you know. Because yeah. uh, nobody was playing the same game as them. Exactly. And, she, and she's just saying fucking the most nonsensical shit. She called Nancy Pelosi a socialist. It was really funny. She was like, God look damn, at I these. So- well, I know, right? <laughs> she was like, look at these socialists or other fuck. And it was like AOC, Bernie, the, 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 the normal people that they, mm-hmm. you know, give that title to. And then Nancy Pelosi was also on there. And I was like, 
she is the most Republican Democrat bitch. Like, you need to relax. <laughs> they just know they're not supposed to like Nancy. She has no idea where her policy is. She yeah. has right. never looked to see how Nancy has voted in her entire life. She doesn't care. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it definitely felt like the 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 girl's version of Trump. Like, just really just nothing. There was nothing going on. She tried mm-hmm. to be like, and I did it all wearing heels. Like, oh, she, she, like she literally says that in the video. Like, I did it wearing heels. Like, she's fucking Ginger <laughs> Rogers. Like she, like, she thinks that that's, like, the feminist angle to be wearing heels while taking people's like, rights away. Like, like girl, so many women have decided not to, like, just stop wearing heels. You do not have to wear heels now. This is not the 50s, ma'am, or the 70s, oh, or God. even the 90s. Nobody here is like, hey, you're not in heels. You don't belong in this, like, space as a woman. This is, it's weird backwards thinking. And, it, like, who are you selling on this Really, except maybe women over 60. Well, the people that were mad about the M&Ms getting their heels taken away, they were like, uh, you know what? She's well, and in men. And men. You know what? Yeah. You're right. And, and those yeah. types of men. Yes. Yes. Oh She'll God. also be speaking to them. That the green was... M&M, the original green M&M is going to be her running <laughs> yeah. partner. Did it both. Both did it with. Bring then, back the sexy M&Ms. Yes. But, I mean, that's what she's doing. She's like, I'm bringing sexy back. I'm Justin Timberlake. It was so dumb. But she also, and then I think today or yesterday, because, you know, she obviously announced it. There's like a old video that got resurfaced of her defending the Confederate flag. So that's yeah. like a fun little video to watch. Yeah. She she also um, described, uh, the, says she has seen evil. It's China and Iran. Oh, my uh, God. She says she's blessed to live in America because after a woman tells you about watching soldiers throw her baby into a fire, it puts things into perspective, which is... I don't know. I I can't imagine there's been a another presidential campaign that has referenced burning babies. Oh before, my god! And you know, in comedy, that's like such an easy thing—a dead baby joke. That's right. like that's some of the most like shock, easy, like basic one-on-one comedy. So I love that she used that strategy yeah. for this campaign video. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh and she was looking for a laugh. You could tell when she said yeah. that part of her <laughs> campaign that she was she wanted a laugh. She. Yeah. She should she should be the one writing for Roseanne Barr for her new special because she's just got shit. some good shit in that. Just banger after banger. 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 <laughs> should we talk about Roseanne's new special? Let's talk about it. Wow. So it's called Cancel This. Have you have you guys watched like there there was a minute that was I going thought, Yeah, I watched the clip online. Yeah. I, I, yeah, when it came out, I was like, oh my god. I couldn't believe. So what was the tweet? Somebody was like, uh, how do you make pigtails that hateful? <laughs> it's, it's bizarre and weird. She's in overalls yeah. and pigtails, just being like, and I hate, I don't know, everybody. Just like, Roseanne, what? What she, is yeah. my goal here? My favorite joke was, uh, you're like the, they, he, she, they, them, how about get a job? And the crowd's like, yeah, woo! It's truly... Yeah, it, it's a satire of like what what passes for comedy. It it is airing on Fox Nation, by the way. Of course so, it is. I think it's of so interesting it that Fox is like, oh, okay. So entertainment doesn't want to f with us because you know that's it's a liability. We we recognize our listenership to be a minority in the market, so we'll develop a comedy space. For them. And then none of their comedians are funny, but like there's got to be such a dedicated. It's like the Christian people who would never play, like read Harry Potter or go to the movies because they thought it was about the devil. But now that J.K. Rowling is trans, they're like, nope, we're going to crack open the Harry Potter book. Like this is the truth. And it's like, it's very strange how like clingy they are to anything that sort of highlights their ideology. Yeah. They, they're like, it doesn't have to be good. You just have to say the sentence. You have to use Mm -hmm. those buzzwords that we prefer. 
which yeah. is just like anti everybody. And they just think they're like, yeah, get a job. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what? I know the Nazi comparisons are like overdone, but when you look at the rise of Nazism, like Hitler was obsessed with pop culture and like how to make Nazism more like pop culturally relevant and what, you know, wanted to like was obsessed with Disney, was obsessed with Coca Cola. Like that's. Mm-hmm. That is the thing that, like, fascism always wants because fascism mm-hmm. is all, like, style over substance and there's no yeah. substance behind the ideas. Like, they want to be cool and to be culturally relevant. And I guess that, like, Greg Gutfeld show got enough of an audience that yep. they're like, we got, we're, we're the new name in comedy and so they're they've pulled in along with Roseanne. Uh, I guess during the Super Bowl, they were advertising shows featuring big stars like Jim Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking bummer. I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was like that. I mean, you you, you didn't watch none of those shows he was on. It's pretty easy to <laughs> figure it out. I just I, I watched Ghostbusters and that was it. It's one of those things. Like, is Dan Aykroyd like that, or is he realizing he has an audience that is still like very active in that space? I, I don't know. Definitely yeah, seen I think celebrities be like, yeah, really? Okay, I don't I don't know anything about Dan Aykroyd, so it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah. I, I we definitely see celebrities be like, yeah, well, that's where my audience is, and I'm still. I trying mean, to but make that's money. the reality of stand up. That's right. that's the problem with stand up right now is that a lot of comedians have, because of Trump, had an, a, a like a, a reckoning and with the realization of who their audience is, and um, it's been interesting watching which comedians are embracing that audience and which mm-hmm. ones are kind of pushing back on that audience, and I find that very fascinating to watch, just as someone who. I did love all these people. Like, I did mm-hmm. love Roseanne. I did love Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Like, I did love these people growing up. And to know that when they can, when they have a choice to make, they they go against you. You're like, oh, okay, well, fuck you too then. Like, I don't I don't know what to do. And 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 that's why it's like been interesting as a stand-up specifically to watch comedy kind of become so fucking divided to the point mm-hmm. where and let's be real, there's a lot of left-wing comedians who aren't funny either, who For are doing sure. very similar pandering. And and I feel like stand-up has really suffered in the last, like, five years right. because of what's going on politically. The clapping. The, the clap, the clap comedy. Jo- the yeah. clap their comedy. Yo, and, uh, I have to... Can I talk about the English special? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, go ahead. Yo, so Marcella keeps yelling at her audience for clapping <laughs> at her jokes. because, Like, they're laughing and clapping, but they're you're laughing just and like, clapping. It was taking yo, too much time. Clapping yeah. takes up time. I'm sorry. And I'm not the... Like, yeah. that's, the, again, what problem I have with a lot of comics. And Roseanne does it, too, where she does a stupid, ignorant joke and then pauses for laughter to, to tell the audience, you dumb fucks, you ha- this is where you're supposed to laugh because this right. joke is so not funny. I have to pause to indicate to you to laugh. Good comedian yeah. doesn't do that. I was not doing that. If you notice that in the special, I'm like, I get a like, my pause for a second, but that's it because I'm like, no, we got to keep this shit moving. I have 30 minutes of material. And right. it was funny. I kind of regret not making a clapter joke in that moment because none motherfuckers were lit as fuck, which is nice. But it yeah. does take up a lot of time. And I am i don't do clapter comedy. I fucking no, write jokes yeah. that are funny. And I'm not trying Explicitly. to pander to anybody. Yeah. yeah. And and so yeah. when I think that a lot of left-wing comedians also need to fucking reckon with the fact that they're not writing jokes. Yeah, they're they're pandering. Shit. You know, they're doing that clapter <laughs> shit. And that's what Roseanne is doing. And I, I kind of like that this shit is online so that people can see what really, really bad comedy is, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And it's like, if that's what you like, man, you fucking, ugh, you got a lot more problems than than just, you know, who you enjoy as as entertainers. Yeah. 
She at one point says she made the special because she's not going to let rich, privileged assholes win. But she is like the thing that made her less popular was the general public, not like oil tycoons. And by the way, like the majority of the conservative media apparatus is built up by oil and natural gas tycoons. Like that's it's like the Koch brothers make it possible for you to have this special. Not, but but yeah. that's like what's funny about you know um, a lot of these right wingers is that they're they're willing to say a li- uh, actual lie. They know that's not true, and they'll say mm-hmm. it to pander to you know the poorer Republicans to be like, no no no, I'm just like you. And it's like, bitch, you are a rich spoiled asshole. Like, right. what are you talking about? That's what exactly what you are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's it's weird that they can do it directly in front of people's faces though, which is like I I but try dude, to like. That's a reflection of like, uh, uh, that's what CRT is, right? Republicans being like, no, we can't have this history, this supposed history that's fully racist. Like, bro, that's just history, period. Like, that's the truth. And they don't want to accept that that's that doesn't exist without the other shit. And like that. But that's the reality of being a Republican, just lying to yourself, saying whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. People correct you. It doesn't matter. People come with you to facts because they have their alternative facts. Because yeah. it's like that they they had to literally rebrand their 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 pathological lying, and it's wild to watch, and it continues. You know, yeah. I mean, the delusion again. I just feel like when I had no money, I recognized money when I saw it. You know what I mean? Like it was never confusing to me to be like, oh, okay, that is a tailored suit with really expensive fabric i can see your haircut it costs a lot of money you're clearly you know whatever skin regiment you're on is not cheap like you reek of money you can see it everywhere and i you would think it would be more noticeable for those who don't have it but like something is happening over on that side where they're like just mystified by it and they're like no these are like good salt of the earth people and or they somehow their perceived intelligence and and makes them worthy and their whiteness and their proximity yeah. to whiteness right. makes them yeah. worthy of having just this money and they should have it and for whatever reason it's not morally objectionable when these people do it right and they want they want to believe that like they're headed to that same place but exactly. it's also impossible to tell that Roseanne is not salt of the earth because she has those pigtails on and yeah, the overalls. So, it's really selling the image. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Marcella, as always, such a pleasure having you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. It's a blessing to be here with y'all. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? I'm at Marcella Comedy across the board on my website, on all social media. Follow me, support me, watch my special, down. bitch grow up. There you go. That's so good. Go watch it right thank now. Thank you. Appreciate it. it. And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Tweet you or know, otherwise? so I have a, a friend I follow named Video Dave, and he makes these really cool hats from like he he I should say he decorates hats with felt. He like will make dinosaurs and make all this cool shit. Oh. I've been admiring them online. Like for he started doing it during the pandemic on some like got some felt hookup. Someone taught him how to do it, and he just like became kind of obsessed and. Uh, and I was like, these are so fucking cool. And I love this. And like, I, I would always comment. I would always freak out. I always wanted to buy one, but he has fans that he can overcharge. And I'm like down to support like, no, nah, no, nah, overcharge your fans. Like, get that money, Playboy. Right. And and then at my at my premiere party, he 
brought me one. He made me one what? with my key art from the special. And I, it blew my fucking mind. Wow. So I, I want to give him a shout out because it is like legitimately something I have actually been enjoying for the last couple of years, watching him make these cool ass hats. And, um, and he made me one. And I was like, I mean, nothing is cooler than when you enjoy something and then you get to enjoy it IRL, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So shout out to Video Dave. Shout out to makes, Video Dave. Makes, Great makes all kinds of cool shit. Yeah. Super producer Joel. Where can people yes. find you? And is there media you've been enjoying? Okay. So you guys know me. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique. It's J-O-E-L-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. There is more Jonathan Majors content on the internet. Ooh, there <laughs> is. us and our souls. Yeah. I'm going to do a dramatic reading <laughs> of some of the clips from this interview. It's from The Cut. Here we go. In conversation, Majors ebbs and flows between being sensual and cerebral. What? You may be surprised to learn he is a poet, having recently published two poems in the New Republic. He says, I don't want to know if you like it or not. I really don't care. More that you took the time to read it when the author tells him I'm familiar with his work. The ceramic mug he snuck into the exhibit is, quote, his thing. He's been carrying around a cup of some sort for the past five years because it brings him comfort. It does determine what coats I buy, he says. It's got to fit in there. Mm. He also says he falls in love every day. Life is so beautiful. Love's everywhere. He wants to be in rom-coms. His favorite romantic films are The Notebook, Love Jones, Blue Valentine, Love and Basketball. And he wants romantic movie soundtracks to get better like they were before. His best thing about flirting, he says, if you send a text message with a song, my song of choice would be Come Over by Aaliyah. Then only wear sweatpants. Then watch Love Jones slash Love and Basketball. And after that, the song you should be playing is Whenever, Wherever, Whatever by Maxwell. That's how he wants you to flirt with him. He says he would die if a woman did this. He cries, guys, every day. Jonathan Majors is the hunk we need. He is pitching a, a no hitter of like hotness, just like all the answers are just like right I down the middle. Love, man, <laughs> hot dudes are so corny. <laughs> hot dudes are so corny. Uh, We're hot dudes. Uh, <laughs> I We're love him. Play a jailbird who boxes, who's half naked, half a movie. I mean, really, it's just the season of Jonathan Majors, and we're all blessed to live through it. Thank you, wow. Jonathan. Please don't. Don't come up and be problematic later. I'd like stop. to keep up the uh, love for he you. He is. So come on. Enjoyable. He is. Something's going to come up. Something's no, gonna Marcella. Happen. Not what? Too corny. It's too corny. He's too hot and it's too corny. And I just, there's something up with that. Even that, even all that you just said, which look, I'm into, but mm. also the fact that he's doing it like that is like manipulative. It's very mm. weird. I'm sorry, bitch, but it's, delicious. it's like an he, AI he, singularity. Yeah, he's hot, but like... that shit is too corny. That's that. <laughs> those corny dudes, they, they stay doing that shit. Oh, yeah. that's hot though. I get it. Whoever fucks him, good for you, girl. Girls, good for you, bitches. Oh man. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. A tweet I was enjoying was from at Diva Lacey, yesterday's oh. guest, who tweeted. Righty tighty lefty Lucy has done so much for me over the years. <laughs> and that is so true. Facts. I, I just I just appreciate the I love her. I know. She's, she's the so best. Good. So she's funny. So funny. So um, pretty. So funny. But yeah, I, I think that righty tighty lefty Lucy probably goes through my brain like on a almost daily basis. Um, I'm not familiar with the expression. Oh really? Not at all. Oh my gosh. Anytime you, you're you ever screwed turning, like something uh, in built furniture? Yeah. Anytime you're turning a screw, turning like the handle of a hose or the 
faucet of a hose, turning any faucet, it's righty-tighty to close it, lefty-loosey to open it. Oh, You just have a natural, like, I... You might just have a, you must have a natural, like, gift for sensing the direction, but I need to I do that know. every single time. Yeah, okay. I did not, I'm not, I mean, that's also how you know I'm a child of immigrants, because we don't have those dumb fucking goofy-ass <laughs> sayings. Everything is, like, super intense sayings, but, like, yeah, we right. don't have those goofy-ass sayings, but that's cool. I like that. That's helpful. Yeah. Well, there that's you go. Helpful. But, I mean, I will say, I do know that to... Yeah, you just in, go intuitively right. know it. Yeah, your body knows what to do. Mine your body does, does too, Jack. Your does, does too. You just think you need that. My body is confused and tripping. You just think you need that rhyming propaganda to get you through the moment. <laughs> you don't. Believe That's in right. Yourself. Lefty loosey, righty tighty is propaganda, and I want it. Is. Just like the UFO shit. Okay, it's all propaganda. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes! To the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Super producer Justin, where, uh, what is the song that people might enjoy? So this track samples the fantastic 90s hip-hop classic by Busta Rhymes, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See, mm. uh, except it's like a dance hall type by what and it sounds like something i would love oh it's amazing uh there's some they put some like interesting rhythmic stutters and drum samples from other places in there and then they throw it back to the og sample from the busted track it's it's an amazing song um i do not know how to pronounce the artist's name it's like n-a-d-g and then sean nizzle um this is we are ronnie grung remix and you can find that song in the footnotes Footnotes. that's one of my favorite beats to do do yeah oh yeah oh yeah it it hits hard you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this i'm i I already put i wrote it down i'm i'm gonna pull it up right now i'm excited fuck yeah Thank you, Justin. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Justin. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. And we'll talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.